Never mind the Buzz Geeks, episode one, Cartoons of the 80s. Welcome to Nevermind the Buzz Geeks, a quiz show where we test the depths of our guests and Team Captain's geek trivia. Every episode will focus on something different, from TV shows to comic books, toys and video games, music, movies and internet culture. Many of it vintage, cult and long forgotten by all but the geek. So each episode has a theme. This week, it's Cartoons of the 80s. Captain of the Red Team is the co-host of Game Burst, who hold regular monthly gaming quizzes themselves, and regular chair on digital Gonzo, Neil Taylor. Yo, Joe. <laughs> Yo, Joe! Neil's guest is Matthew Matt Harrier Ramsey of the Digital Cowboys community. Matt also guests on the recent Die Hard Gonzo movie reviews. You may remember him. Thundercats home. Captain of the Blue Team is Michael Fox of Joypod. Hello. And Would you like me to sing some Kate Bush for you now? This isn't your first uh, quiz, is it, Michael? No, I am uh, a, a noted uh, quiz master. Person. No, no, no. I was on. I was on the chase a, quiz uh, a few well, a little while ago on the ITV. Chase. Awesome. Yes. What did like, you did you win like a step ladder? What? No, I, the only thing I won was the uh, derision and mockery of my peers for getting a question slightly incorrect about magnetic resonance imaging. Oh, tell us about that. Fuck's sake. Go on. Right, so um, the idea behind the chase is you have a limited amount of time to answer uh, as many questions as possible in the final round of it. Uh-huh. Uh, and one of the questions came up: What does MRI stand for in med- in, you know, in medicine? Mm-hmm. And I went magnetic because I just heard: What does the M in MRI stand oh, for right. in my brain? And then pause for about two seconds with a smug look on my face, thinking: Got that one right. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> And then panicked when I saw Bradley Walsh. Sort of urging you on, like, and there's an R and an I. And I went, resonance. Evil. Pass. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, managed to uh, to screw that one up. That was great. So, yeah, lovely. Cheers. Uh, I'm Uh, sure everyone's forgotten about that. As in the medical scanner, what does MRI stand for? Michael. Magnetic. Magnetic resonance. Pass. It's magnetic resonance imaging. And on Michael's team is another DC forumite, Duncan, Psycho Dunk O'Sullivan. Power extreme. <laughs> nice. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even do a, a cartoon Do a thing. thing. Um, uh, by the power of Grayskull. Pretty good. Yes. Round one is the opening monologue. Two shows that start with a classic and by now somewhat obscure piece of dialogue. Two points per show depending on how close you get. Blue team, for two points, can you give me the opening monologue from She-Ra, Princess of Power? Oh, oh Christ. Um, what, now, th- this I, is a bit odd because, because my, um, my friend Daisy is uh, going to Comic-Con this year and she is cosplaying as She-Ra. So I should know this shit. I should know this. I think Daisy probably knows this. Yeah. Okay, Do you want right, to find okay. a friend? No, no, no. I think I, know, I think at least know the start of it. So, okay. Uh, so like, I am Adora, you are. princess of... Well, you've fallen at the first hurdle here. It's not princess of. No, no. Right, uh, I'm... Uh, she's a twin brother of Adam. She's twin brother of Adam. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're really banking uh, on that one. Yeah. 
and Medora, twin brother of Adam. Who the fuck is Adam? Shout the crowd. Uh, she's certainly called Adora. I know that. Yeah. Okay, we need to get and off the twin- first sentence. You're right about I am Adora. And while I was frolicking in no. the forest one day, <laughs> I came across a magic pony. No. And the magic pony said, oh, no. you should be Although well, she does mention her magic unicorn. It is. No, no, it becomes a unicorn. Right, okay, right. I am Adora. You got that right. Next bit. You are close oh. with He-Man's twin brother. <laughs> twin sister to, uh, Christ, what's his name? Adam. No, she actually says He-Man's twin sister. Really? Which is like, that, that doesn't make any what? sense, because she's actually no, Adam's. Technically, if you want to get technical about it, what, all Adam is doing is channeling the power of King Greyskull and becoming He-Man. He-Man doesn't have any brothers or sisters. He's an entity. This just sounds something out of Brave New World, this. After Twin Sister, what is it? What, what does she defend? Uh, justice nope. and uh, no. an American way. <laughs> and it, red Team, do you want to try this? Because these guys have fallen. <laughs> I'll pass now. <laughs> no, she defends... Uh, uh, no, she defends... Not Eternia, something that sounds like Eternia. It's Eternia, but you'd still be wrong. Okay, right. Right. <laughs> this is this is helping you way too much. But right, imagine imagine you're trying to sort of uh, work out how to make He-Man appealing to girls. You take the Grey Skull Castle and you change it to something that girls would like. Pink fluffy castle. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Crystal Castle. Crystal Castles. Yay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. After she said that she's the defender of the Crystal Castle, what then? Think about the format of the way He-Man introduced himself. She, she, oh, I remember she's got the whole sword thing. She, she's got her own sort of version of the sword yep. that she holds aloft. It's got and, a crystal in it. Yeah. It's got a crystal in it, and it's like, and it is a very sort of like similar by the power of. Crystal. Oh, oh, oh. Face. This next bit's very crucial. All the girls out there are shouting at their iPods at this point. It's not by the power of. By the justice of. Call forth the power of. <laughs> you haven't got it, right. Ah. Yeah, okay, right. For the audience at home, here's how it should sound. I am Adora, He-Man's twin sister and defender of the Crystal Castle. This is Spirit, my beloved steed. Fabulous secrets were revealed to me the day I held aloft my sword and said... For the honor of Grayskull! A few others share this secret. Among them are Lightfolk, Madame Raz, and Cowl. Together, we and my friends of the Great Rebellion strive to free Etheria from the evil forces of Horda! I'd just like to point out whether all boys and would never have watched She-Ra. Of course, she's yes. a girl. <laughs> And we were novel before we started there. Indeed. <laughs> Red team for two yeah, points. I think a point is deserved. I think a, I'll good. give you a point for that one. Yeah, come on, for, for knowing that it was Adora at least. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Red team. <laughs> and I don't want to be too disheartening straight off. Forget sword of power, sword of protection. That's what it was. Okay. There you go. Red team for two points. Can you give me the opening monologue from Jace and the Wield Warriors? 
My name is Jason. <laughs> Defender of the Crystal Spaceship. Brilliant powers will reveal to me one day. <laughs> no, I don't know. No? Any, nobody, I'll open it up. Anybody else? I don't even know what that is. I don't even think I watched that. Yeah, I remember it. I remember it. It was like um, organic organic machines yeah. on um, on a moon somewhere. And, and the end music ended, Wheeled Warrior! <laughs> <laughs> I remember that bit. Obviously, everyone remembers that bit. Okay, for the audience at home, this is how it should have sounded. Thundering across the stars to save the universe from the monster minds. Jace searches for his father to unite the magic root and lead his lightning league to victory over the changing form of Sawboss. Wheeled warriors explode into battle. Lightning strikes. There's a power that comes from deep inside of you. It's got this Jesus, that sounds shite. Intro. It's, <laughs> I really liked it. Yeah, the animation was fantastic for it. I mean, the chief bad guy, Mastermind, he looked really badass. But saw boss. Zor boss. Oh, pardon me. He was a bus with a saw. Yeah. Round two is our identity parade. Now, clearly in the actual Nevermind the Buzzcocks, this is a particularly visually hilarious round, which won't really work in audio form. However... I'm using the badly drawn boy variation from their Christmas 2006 show and playing with the format a little. Both teams will in turn be given a childishly scribbled rendering of characters from a popular 1980s cartoon. They simply have to guess who it is. One point for guessing the show and an extra point for correctly naming each character. Red team here is your picture. Both teams may have a look, but red team gets to go first. And for the folks at home only, here's what they're looking at. You can also go to the Digital Cowboys forum in the Gonzo section and take a look at the pictures. Hey, look! The Dungeons and Dragons ride! Wow! Neat! Give me a break! I don't like this! Whoa! What's happening? Whoa! Where are we? Look out! Fear not! Ranger? Barbarian? Magician? Thief? Cavalier? And Acrobat? Who was that? That was Venger, the force of evil. I am Dungeon Master, your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. Right, so who's that? Dungeons and Dragons. 
Well, that's that round over with. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not listen to the most popular girls on the internet? I have been watching that one recently. Woohoo! Okay. You, I, I spent... <laughs> I spent so long drawing that fucking thing. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> it's not even my first attempt. That's my second. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh yeah. It looks like the scribblings of a particularly retarded child. Well, that was kind of the point. I was I was trying no, to no, hone no, in no, on no, how no, children but, but, draw. But I mean particularly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from the left, who are we looking at? Bollocks. Hank. Hank, Hank, Hank? the... Oh, fuck. I don't know. Archer. Hank the Crusader. I don't know the next one. Wizard. She was, was a cavalier. Hank the Crusader. <laughs> ah, looks like you won't be getting all the points on this one. I know that <laughs> you get the one. Bobby the Barbarian. Because you Bob- guessed that it was Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby the Barbarian. Uni the Unicorn. Yep. Eric the Cavalier. Yes. Um. Oh. Presto the Magician. Yep. What was Hank? And come on, it's D&D. He was a ranger. Yep. You got the two girls then. That uh, child what? brown school on the left and the childish pink school on the right. Is the purple one a thief? Yes. What's her name? I just can't remember her name. Ah, uh, uh, you can't get the full point if you can't get the name. Is it counted as, get- as, as cheating if I walk over to my DVD collection? Yes, yes. We've got 12 things. Six names and six professions. Okay, tell you what, just, just tell me one or the other name for the one in the middle. The final uh, girl. Acrobat. Yep, it was Acrobat. Her name was Diana and the thief's name was Sheila. So, yeah, I think I'll give you two for that. Well done. You're just pissed because I got it so quickly. Yeah, well, no, I'm pissed because you didn't even entertain the notion of, of guesswork. <laughs> Look, this might be the only question I get right in this whole episode, so I'm taking it. Point. Okay, so, blue team... Who is this? Welcome to Video Land. Wake up, Kid Icarus. Welcome to Castle Deep. It's Congo Land. Mother Brain will get you, little princess. Princess, the palace is under siege. Behold. The ultimate warp zone. Kevin, I thought I told you to clean up your room. Captain N, the Game Master. Uh, okay, right, right, right. That is, that is, Jesus Christ. That's not know, Jesus man. Christ. They did not make a successful Jesus Christ cartoon in the 80s. I know. That's Captain N. Yes. And the, and the, you know, and the, the hip happening Nintendo crew. <laughs> That's what they called them. So, give, can you give me some names? I was one of the chief writers. How did you make that last an hour? It takes a lot of effort to draw like an idiot child. <laughs> just do 
drink enough. It's easy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I had to get the colours just right. I had to like, you know, <laughs> simulate I, a I, fairly I, limited I, crayon. You had too many crayons to sort through, is that it? I had to get the paper just right. Bit. All right, so we have to name the characters in this yes, as well. Then, yeah? from the left. Okay, from the left, that must be Game Boy. Yep. I have no idea what that <laughs> sort of pooey thing is. <laughs> um, uh, Mario. No, it can't be why. Mario. No, it can't be He's holding like some sort of large gun or dildo. <laughs> is it Kid Icarus? No, Kid, Kid Icarus is in the top right corner. Yes. Right. Um, well, technically, that's not his name. Well, Pitt. Yes. Okay, you still need to guess dude, well, the three dudes in the middle and the little green dude, and frankly, the one on the, the, the little brown squidgy thing. Uh, the little it, brown squidgy thing. It's the little brown squidgy thing, the dog. The main character's yep. dog, or pit. Do, do you know his name? No. It was. Anyone? Duke. Yeah! You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna give you an extra point for that one, Red. What? <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, you didn't know it. Alright, okay. Um, um, better work I'm fast. Gonna... I'm hoping that's a, that, that's a, I seem to remember Simon Belmont from Castlevania was in the team. Yes, very good. So, yeah. that must be the one that looks like he's got a stick. <laughs> that's a whip. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's a whip. Um, sure, it's is, that, boomerang. is that green thing Mega Man? <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. Mega Man is blue! Mega ah, Man in, sticks! In this, he was sort of a greeny colour. I was gonna make him blue. In fact, the first draft I did, he was blue. I'm paying more attention in a second. Oh, man. Right, so we've got two characters left to the go. The guy and the girl. Um, okay. Oh, oh. That is the girl. The girl was the princess. I can't remember what her name was. Uh, Peach, was it? No, no, it's not it Peach. It's not completely different. She, 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 was the, she was the princess of Videoland. <laughs> you could grow up to be the princess of Videoland. And the guy was the sort of, like, douchey... Oh, my God, I'm so cool. Yeah. What's a really kind of fifties version of the word cool? I know, I know. Oh, go on, Kevin. I said Kevin. <laughs> Is that a fifties version of the word cool? It's Keen, oh. Kevin Keen. Ah, Dude, it's Keen. Okay, right, Kevin Keen, Princess Lana, Simon Belmont, <laughs> Pitt, Kevin Keegan. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, sodding hell. Well, I'm going to give you two. Two points there, because you're pretty much done all as well. But uh, Red, you've still got three points, and that gives Blue a grand total of three, and Red, three. So three all right now. Everything's still to play for. Round three is Backwards to the Future, a collection of TV show intros played backwards for all four team members. First person to guess the show correctly gets two points, and here's the first one. I know it. I know Neil. Neil. Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Are oh, you bugger? I was going to play the. Oh, it's a Hero Turtles because we're in the UK and we got Hero Turtles, not. Yes, that's why I said Hero. I dislike you immensely, sir. What <laughs> <laughs> I remember is it as it was Hero because apparently ninjas were too violent. This is true. This was the, this was the whole sort of like heyday of the eighties when. You know, children were going to school with pairs of nunchucks in their bag. Yeah, I don't know, man. I went to school in in Harrow. There was an awful lot of uh, of that. Of course, I I went with size instead. Much better. (laughs) (laughs) I just went with swords. Man, it's so much simpler. 
You are indeed correct. It was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but either way. Hero way, Turtles. Hello. Uh, <clears throat> what I'm about to play says Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it should have sounded at home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they really are. And some questions. Back in May 1984, what were the names of the two creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the comic? Ooh. Oh, oh, man, I've got the RPG downstairs. One was Kevin O'Neill, I believe. Nope. Nope. No. East. Kevin, Kevin East. Eastman. Yes, Rick that's... Page. What... No. Damn. And the other guy? Feeling smug. <laughs> Smugness, I shall take one point away. Are you What's the other one? <sighs> Gotta get the other one to seal the deal. Give us the first give us the first name and we'll give you a surname. Peter. Andre. <laughs> Taking that point away. <laughs> it's Peter Laird. What was their comic publisher at the time? Oh Is it too early for image? Yeah, it must be. Yeah, yeah, it was true. It's very, it was very kind of ghetto and out there and like nowhere near one of the big ones. Top cow. Not even top cow, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even claim the spurious honour of being top cow. I say, what was it? Vertigo? No, no, that was a branch of DC and we respect it because of Sandman. But that was way after these guys. Now, nah, no one's got it. It's Mirage Studios. What were the Shredder's Foot Clan a parody of? Human beings. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they weren't robots in the original comic. And in fact, most other places, they weren't robots. They only made them robots in the uh, TV show so that the turtles could slash them up. Were they just like clones? Weird clony things? No, no, no. Well, they were a parody. They were, they were actual proper, like, ki- like in the, the Turtles film, the live action one, they were like that. Were Kids who'd gone off the street and, you know. Were they like a parody of Oliver Twist's sort of gang of thieves? Nah, no one's got this. It's uh, the foot, the hand from Frank Miller's Daredevil comics. Hand Ninja. Uh, uh, in fact, most of TMNT has its basis in Miller's works on Daredevil and Ronin. Now, interestingly, my wife got that. <laughs> I must have told it to her when she was trying to sleep at one night. <laughs> I do that. What did Partners in Crime erroneously announce in the Turtle Power rap from the 1990 live-action movie? T-U-R-T-L-E Power. No, no, what did they erroneously announce? As in, say something which happens to be not actually true. And a lot of people that I know were like, what the fuck? That turtles- oh, uh, Raphael was the leader. Yeah, well done. Who was that? It's, uh, <laughs> that was me. Duncan. Duncan. So one point for Duncan. Yeah, just going to play that bit for you now. Apparently, Raphael was the leader in this point and no other in the entirety of turtle history. Turtles on a half shell. They're on a mission. 
is about Got the enemy with me If they stayed at home Instead of fighting these ninja masters With moves like rhymes Still what's normal But now the news Switches the teachers So they are the students Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello Make up the team with one other fellow Lock me out He's the leader of the group Transformed from the man by the nuclear group Peace is the food that's sure to please These ninjas are handsome pepperoni and cheese with you, R-T-L-E, power. <laughs> Which turtle was repeatedly censored for the British version of the animated show Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, and why? Uh, guy with the nunchucks, because he had nunchucks. Guy with the nunchucks. Anybody? Yes, one point to red, one point to blue. But, but was it because of the nunchucks? Yeah, it was because of the nunchucks not allowed on British screens for fear that kids would manufacture them simply at home or school and badly hurt one another. Apparently, a sword, some sigh, and a whacking great stick are fine. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, what meaty moment was overzealously sliced from the movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze? Well, that'll be the death of Shredder, surely. No, that's fine. No, really? Nope. God. Anyone? When they turned and ate one of their own. <laughs> <laughs> it was Mikey wielding a string of sausages in a way that looked like nunchucks. Oh, for God's sake. That's what I said. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> they were really obsessed with the nunchucks. They really were. Oh. This is, uh, yeah. Oh, good They're God. a bit more relaxed now, but still. The, the head of the BBFC in the 80s, uh, James, James Sherman. Sherman. His, James yeah, his, his entire family was wiped out by uh, a rogue child with some nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> Can I actually just inject a note of, of reality into this? Because I did actually injure one of my friends with a nunchuck that we had uh, sure. constructed because I didn't fix the chain up properly and one end fell off and hit him in the face. So maybe the turtle should have instructed you on in how to use your nunchucks. See? So, okay. information I didn't have to hand. Okay, the next one sounds like this. <laughs> Okay, so who was that? Bravestar. Yep. Ah, <laughs> Bravestar. Bravestar. the name of Marshall Gravestar's horse? 3030. Oh, well done. Who said that? Oh, that was that, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I must remember, can't see me. Uh, what rare mineral was New Texas at war over in Bravestar? I'm boned on this. I know nothing. It's Bravestarium. a crystal of some kind. Uh, it's red. So it's not an obtenium? No. May as well be that. It has an eum in it. Redium. Close. No. Really. Silvium? <laughs> no. Goldium? Trimsium. Bravium. <laughs> it was Kerium. Okay, and finally, uh, which TV show was uh, Tex Hex originally written for, but they liked the character so much that they moved him across to Bravestar before he was in it? he Oh. Oh, uh, oh Galaxy Rangers? Uh, Damn it. No. Oh. 
Hmm. The only other thing I know with a text, it was Super Ted, and it's not going to be that. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> really tell you what capacity he was in. You don't, and you'd have to know it to know it. I can't, you know, you just if you keep naming shows, you're going to hit it by accident. It was the real Ghostbusters. He was supposed to be like this ghost cowboy warlock type guy. Didn't know that. Yeah, okay. I just found that one out yesterday. Now this one's a Trixie curveball, so be careful before you answer immediately. <laughs> I think I've got the QI answer that will set the buzzer off. <laughs> yes, okay, right. Um, anyone want to take an educated guess at what this might be without going straight for the QI answer? Red, Matt. I think it's Thundercats. <laughs> Actually, one point for that there, Matt, but it's not just is Thundercats. It, is it the Japanese version of Thundercats? Pretty close. Because it didn't sound like... It, it didn't have the female vocals. It had a it had a guy singing it. It sounded like, right? Is it Voltron? Nope. It's Thundercats related, yeah. It is indeed. Is it the Sexy Mumra show? Which <laughs> <laughs> is not the Sexy Mumra show. Mumra, see me flash. <laughs> okay, it was indeed Thundercats, but it was actually the French Thundercats, which is Cosmo Cats. This is how it sounded. Quickly drop the sword on his foot. Oh god. Just me, does that sound really, really camp? Cosmo, Cosmo, Cosmo! And it should be Cosmo Shat, surely. Cosmo Shat, I believe, yes, you're quite right. Who is the Cosmo Shat? Cosmo the Dolphin! Who is the Sir? Oh, snaps! French for sword. Cosmo Um that is probably one of the best intro sequences to a rather lame show in the eighties. Every time I watch that intro sequence, and my daughter's been watching a lot of it recently, um, I just think, oh, how awesome it would have been if the whole thing had been like that. But there's just so much kind of, you know, oh, it's sticky. Oh, come over here, Slythe. And all of this kind of, you know, it's... it's and the fucking bears. Oh, the robo-bears. Candy fruits. Oh. As far as I can see, I don't think they're going to improve too much in the new series. Apart from Lion-O's hair is a bit more kempt. A bit less huge. Yeah, they've kind of... And and it's got a bit more of an anime feel about it, it must be said. Well, Mumra looks less corpsified. Hmm. Okay. Which Thundercats character was scared of his own reflection? 
Snarf the shitball. Mumra. Who said Mumra first? I did. Okay, that's one to blue. It actually was Mumra. Uh, Lionel caught him out with the, his reflection in the claw shield, which can be mirrored when the show's narrative requires. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, he got scared and ran away. And you, you might have thought that Lionel would have used that to his own advantage several times, but I think it only ever happens to him once again that I've seen. Okay, your next one is this. I know it. I know it. I know it. Okay. I'm very happy and I'm completely... I shouldn't be proud of this, but it's Rude Dog and the Dweebs. <laughs> <laughs> you should be proud of that, Michael. It is indeed. It's absolutely. Rude Dog and the Dweebs. Rude Dog. Which sounds awesome. like this. Hey, yo, slam your eyeballs against this. I was sneaking in people and scoping a scene, you know, copping a major tooth. When I cut loose this bunch of dweebs, boy, they're trying to teach me some rude. My dog, that is. Get rude. Name two of the dweebs who would hang out with Rude Dog. I don't have to. I got the answer. <laughs> but you could get more points. I've um, never heard of this cartoon. It was a horrible cartoon. It was the it was. ugliest, ugliest thing I've seen. It was, in, I mean, it was. Remember all of that bright pink and bright green neon yeah, hell, and black all white neon. in the uh, late, late 80s, early 90s? All neon, like that. It was like going to Miami. Matt read uh, Winston. Yeah. Who's British. Yep. And I think he had a girlfriend called Gloria. Gloria? Uh, he, mm, I'm not going to count. She wasn't a dweeb. Oh, shit. There's seven other dweebs. No, six other dweebs. No, Goofy is not one of them. I might give, you know, I might give Red a point for that one. Well done, Winston. In all honesty, considering that, you know, out of the four of us, two of us have seen it. (laughs) Okay. I think I've given you a point each. So there's out of the whole population of the planet, I think about nine people saw Rude Dog and the Dweebs. Tweak, Caboose, Winston, Reggie, Barney, Satch, and Kibble. It is rumoured that Rude Dog, created by Sun Sportswear to sell their crappy punk surfer-style clothing, had its show cancelled because the character appeared too similar to which Budweiser mascot? I don't know. American Wife? Where is she? (laughs) Nah, you can't find a friend. Oh, man. Uh, Now, it's Spuds uh, McKenzie. (laughs) What's a Spuds McKenzie? It's a Spuds McKenzie. Right, you remember Futurama, Slurms McKenzie? Yes, that's what I was thinking. So that is based on that. Uh, on a side note, that dog was usually seen glorifying a Budweiser drinker's lifestyle in adverts surrounded by hot babes. Anheuser-Busch was accused of pitching their marketing to children, so the ad lines were also cancelled. The dog turned out to be a female named Honey Tree Evil Eye, and she died in 1993 of kidney failure. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to lighten the mood. Dead dog. actually <laughs> <laughs> after eating the Budweiser frogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't get any more rude dog questions. No, no. that was all. 
That's all I could remember or care about. There's so little on the Wikipedia page. It's just like, <laughs> this cartoon happened. <laughs> no one noticed. Uh, you know what? The thing about Rude Dog was that every time I see him, I think about Poochie. I think that he has just been focus grouped to hell. And he, yeah. they've just put every hip and groovy thing into this one character. And it's like, yeah, the kids, like, rastify him. Make him 10% ruder. It's like, that's how kids respond. No, you don't know what people like. That was really good. <laughs> it sounded like an incantation. <laughs> uh, I think we may have invoked a demon. Blue, go for it. Blue, banana man. Well done. Voice Tim, Tim, Tim Brooks Taylor. Yeah, this the goodies. Awesome. Yes, indeed, it was Banana Man. Who was Banana Man's nemesis that later became his ally? Uh, Blue. Yep. Michael. Appleman. Yes, well done. <laughs> oh, my God. This is 29 Acacia Road, and this is Eric, the schoolboy who leads an amazing double life. For when Eric eats a banana, an amazing transformation occurs. Eric is Banana Man. Ever alert for the call to action. And which <laughs> British comic, this will stump you, which ran from 1980 to 1985 before it was absorbed by the dandy, did Banana Man first debut in? Blue, Blue. Michael. Pizza. For God's sake. Yep. yep. <laughs> it was the Beezer. It was not the Beezer. Taken away. Uh, now, top ah, it Blue. The Beezer. Blue, yeah. Top nope. Shit! You've had your guesses. Anyone red? You may as well have a guess, guys. Oh, that's what we're doing. Oh, I no two, and one's the dandy, and one's the beano, and it weren't either of them. Yeah, so the dandy <laughs> never absorbed the beano. <sighs> was it Wizard and Chips? It was not Wizard and Chips. Nutty. <laughs> Nutty, it was indeed. But I'm not giving you the point because you both made three guesses first. <laughs> you pretty much exhausted everything apart from Dan Dare. Man, I barely remember Nutty. Cripes. I mean, I don't remember Nutty. Yeah, I was five when it was absorbed, so I was just too young to read it, I think. <laughs> Sounds like a cult. <laughs> Does anybody know this one? It sounds like country and western. It wasn't massive over here, gotta say. That's a not. That's a clue. Um, I think I know. Do you want to guess, Neil? It's G.I. Joe, isn't G. it? G.I. Joe! Is it? Can <laughs> I'm actually Sean over here. This is what it should sound like. G.I. Joe! He'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe is there. It's G.I. 
G.I. Joe against Cobra and Destro, fighting to save the day. He never gives up, he's always there, fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe's there. G.I. Joe is the code name for America's daring, highly trained special mission force. Its purpose, to defend human freedom against Cobra terrorist organization determined to rule the he world. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. And yes, it was shown over here, and it was the Action Force. They had to tie it in. I used to love Action Force. How did I not know that? Uh, and, but they called it International Hero, because they thought Real American Hero would be rubbing it into the face of everybody who wasn't American. And yet, we still found it too American. And technically speaking, it should be full force, not yo-jo, because we're in Britain. So. Oh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> but they weren't Action Force. They just absorbed Action Force like nuts. Like nutty. Yeah. <laughs> it depends which continuity you're talking about, cartoons or comics. Can I? I've got a random bit of trivia about GI Joe. They had Sergeant Slaughter. They did. Professional they did wrestler. And thank God I didn't leave him in this particular question. <laughs> the real American hero cartoon, comic, and toy line started in the early 80s, based partially on the original Action Man, Man style dolls. But which of these real life American heroes was not made into a GI Joe figure of any kind? Neil Armstrong. Dwight D. Eisenhower and William the Refrigerator Perry. Oh, the fridge was definitely Matt Red. Dwight D. Eisenhower wasn't. Uh huh. Anyone else? Uh, <laughs> Michael that narrows it down somewhat. Now you know. I know because if anyone else guesses, then they've got less of. They got more of a chance of getting it. It was actually Neil Armstrong, but I can't give you a point, unfortunately. Uh, the first man on the moon did not get a GI Joe figure, though they did make a figure of Buzz Aldrin, the second. Ah. And oh. yeah, uh, they made a Dwight D. Eisenhower like a Action Man style doll back in the, when he was, you know, back when kids liked to play with war heroes. And um, William the Fridge Perry is an American. Player. What was significant about Marvel's issue 21 of G.I. Joe starring Snake Eyes, published in June 1982? This one's uh, Joe fans who are all shouting at you right now. God almighty, I didn't realise they were going in 1982. Oh no, it's, it all started in 82. Joe died, no. Uh, Snake Eyes Snake spoke. spoke. Quite the opposite. It had no text and was effectively silent storytelling the whole way through. It's it's really good, actually. Snake Eyes has to break into Cobra's base and rescue Scarlet, and he dispatches all the guards without saying a word and then fights Storm Shadow again um, without saying a word. That's really good, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Round four is the odd one out round. This week we're looking at the illustrious voiceover career of Frank Welker. Our teams will each have a lineup of five characters. They have to pick the odd one out not voiced by Frank Welker. So, Blue Team, this one's yours, and you have to tell us who they are. Right. And which one's Dungeon- not Frank Welker? Dungeon Master first from Dungeons and Dragons. Correct. Yeah, Frank Welker voiced him. Uh, we've got uh, Fred from Scooby Doo looking a bit. Ah, oh, yeah, Daphne. I think you're saying he's copping a feel in that. <laughs> and Daphne's turning her head and. Ah, I'm getting some. <laughs> Slight, yeah, sexual mm. assault overtones there. Right. Um, <laughs> Soundwave from Transformers. Yeah, he's definitely voiced by Walker. 
Slimer from Real Ghostbusters, and odd robot that I recognise, but looks a bit like Wally, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a sort of weird proto Wally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not, but uh, yeah, no idea, if you don't is. know who that is, it's going to somewhat hamper you because uh, you need to make an educated guess. That's probably the one that's not been voiced by. Yeah, you can get you get uh, one point for naming all of them. It seems like you can't do that, unfortunately, and you get one point for telling us which one's not Frank Welker correctly. Oh, I did. I haven't got a clue. Which one do you reckon it is? Uh, it's either going to be the thing at the end, or or Fred. Ah, Fred, yeah, I'm sure he did Slimer. Uh, God, the thing at the end wouldn't be there unless Frank Welker did it. I so should we go for Fred then? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, consensus of opinion. We're going to go for Fred as a random guess and not a clue what that thing at the end is from. Let's see. You're wrong. Damn it. He played Fred on no less than 92 occasions. You're so wrong. You couldn't possibly be more wrong. Not only was he the first Fred, Neil, he has been Fred since 1969 and they have made like 32 different Scooby-Doo cartoons. And not like 32 episodes, like 32 different Scooby-Doo cartoons. And he's always Fred. The only time he's ne- not been Fred was when Freddie Prinze Jr. played him, and that's only because Frank Welker doesn't look like him. Wow. So, uh, yeah, um, no, he's definitely Fred. Of course well, what's the thing that. at the end, then? What is it? That is Herbie from, or H-E-R-B-I-E, from Fantastic Four, the new Fantastic Four from uh, 1978. What? The Fantastic Four from 1978, of which he would the probably, I'd imagine, he had a verse like this. I think he did, actually. Yeah, most likely. Uh, had Mr. Fantastic, Invisible Woman, The Thing, and Herbie. Why? <laughs> Because they... It's something to do with the human torch, isn't it? Yep. They thought it was too violent. They're not really violent. They were afraid. Kids the children would themselves set fire to in themselves. gasoline and set fire to themselves. <laughs> Since maybe, then, the maybe, human maybe torch has appeared on our screens without incident. There's Slimer, obviously, uh, voiced by Frank Welker, who did this type voice. Uh, however, Dungeon Master was voiced by Sidney Miller. Oh. Yeah. No, I always assumed it was Frank Welker because it sounds exactly like him. Because he sounds kind of like Fred going, I am your guide in the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. But no, Frank Welker voiced Uni in Dungeons and Dragons. The- <laughs> we got to go back for Uni again. Oh, God's sake. We could have escaped for the 19th time. We could have all been back in the real world and like had sex and gotten drunk by now. Seriously. But no, we have to save that. Fucking baby unicorn that doesn't seem to age. Yeah. <laughs> when are you gonna grow the fuck up? Who, would have, who wouldn't have fed Tiamat the uh, unicorn? Yeah, just chuck her uni. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And of course he played Soundwave. He also played Megatron, Skywarp, Rumble, Mirage, Wheelie, Sludge, Trailbreaker, Mixmaster, Laserbeak, Ratbat, Frenzy, Ravage, and Galvatron in the Transformers series. Awesome. Do I get points for saying he played? Uh, Galvatron in the movie? No, because there is another question that sort of relates to that, but I'm going to give you the fact that Galvatron was played by go on. Leonard Nimoy. Indeed, in the movie. But for an extra point, can anybody tell me the other occasion when Frank Welker did some vocal stand-in work for Nimoy? Is it on the Star Trek cartoon? No, but that was literally um, Nimoy and Shatner again. They did themselves. Was it on Leonard Nimoy's uh, the audiobook of his I Am Not Spock 
autobiography. <laughs> it wasn't. No, no one knows this one. He provided the screams for young Spock going through his pon far in Star Trek 3. Wow. <laughs> now that is obscure. Explanation required. In Star Trek, pon far is a psychophysical condition affecting Vulcans in which Vulcan males and females go into heat every seven years, going into a blood fever, becoming violent and finally dying if they do not mate with someone with whom they are empathically bonded. I know the feeling. Uh, but since Spock was aging incredibly rapidly, I think he just got a hug from Savick and then carried on aging. The second set. I prefer Kirstie Alley. Oh, I do have one other thing. I've got, I don't know if this will get me points, but um, Frank Welker also voiced Peter Bateman. Begging for points. Um, uh, oh, no, this... actually, he didn't. He voiced Ray Stance. I don't know if he also did yeah. Peter at a later date, because I know that I think they may have changed Peter for like a later series of games. Yeah, because basically the guy that voiced Peter Bateman in the real Ghostbusters also voiced Garfield. Garfield. That was going to be a question, but you may as well carry on with it. <laughs> uh, he passed away, so yeah. when Garfield was made into a live-action movie, they got in Bill Murray. Yeah, so a, he's like the he's the big screen version of uh, Lorenzo music. Lorenzo music, yeah. So yeah, he's the small screen version of Bill Murray. Red team, this is yours. Okay. So you've got name them from the left, and which one wasn't played by Frank Welker? That looks like is that Iceman on the left? I don't know who that it's is. Surfer. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I know that's Nibbler. Yeah, well, Bill in the middle. Yep. Uh, and that, yep. That is either Megatron or Starscream, and that's Doctor Claw. They the did end. look so bloody similar, didn't they? I can't tell one bloody Decepticon apart. So in they're all movies. steel and angry with insect faces. I'll guess it's meant to be Megatron. Yeah, I'll go with that. This is where it's actually Starscream, but hey. Uh, <laughs> 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 I tricked you. <laughs> the one is that one on the left. I can't work out. Is it Iceman? Is it the Silver Surfer? Well, who's above him until he's right? That that's like a clue. Yeah, whose crotch can you see? There's <laughs> <laughs> one hot crotch. The boots. Any idea, Matt? No, I'm afraid not. I can't say you're too young for this because I used to watch yeah. it. Yeah, well, on the left, that guy is Iceman. Yeah, above that is indeed Iceman. Yes, of course, it's Firestar from and Spider-Man's Spider elbow yeah. there, just to his right. Yep. So Iceman from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Nibbler, Wild Bill, and on the far right? Dr. Claw. Yes. I said Dr. Claw. He did already say that. Yeah. yeah. And so you, you said you guess it's Megatron. I'm going to give you one point because you got all of them correct. So you're already ahead of Blue Team, who got zero for the last round. It was hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard. Um... Nebula does actually speak and has got quite a rich voice. I think he probably did him. That's actually quite a good impression. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to either be Iceman or Wild Bill. Because you're not too familiar with those cartoons, so you can't summon up the voice in your head. So are you sure it's Dr. Claw, though? Next time, Gadget. Next time. <laughs> I think Welker did do Wild Bill. I'm not so sure about but Nebula. to be honest... That's kind of if Nibbler was Billy West. Uh, I'm going to say, say Nibbler because I think Nibbler was Billy West. I concur with your expertise. Matt, okay, so you're going to say Nibbler. Well, you've already got one point. Now that's Sif, but um, <laughs> you're unfortunately wrong on that one. Damn. It's Megatron because he played Megatron in the animated series, the video games the future animated series, and every other animated series that he's ever been, 
But for some reason, when they cast the films, they cast Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime and And Hugo Hugo Weaving Weaving. as Megatron for... Because he only says, like, four things. I am Megatron and rah, twice. I'm very disappointed. (laughs) And that's just so fucking disappointing. Michael Bay Bay said at the time he thought Welker sounded too old. Oh, for for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's that's the explanation. (sighs) But he can do Megatron. Guess who's been cast as Megatron? If you're going to have Peter Cullen as Optimus Prime, you have to have him as Megatron. That's how it works, you fucking retard. Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, no offence to retards, just Michael Bay. Okay, so... Um, he can't bloody shoot a film to save his life. End of that round, Red have one point, Blue have zero points, which brings the scores up to eight to Red, nine to Blue. Stay in Round five is indecipherable lyrics. Each team has an intro to a classic cartoon and will attempt to translate the lyrics into words we can all understand. So boned. Indeed. <laughs> Red Team, would you like to listen to yours now? Defenders of the Earth! Defenders! Out of the sky! His rockets ignite! Gets into battle flight! Faster than flight! Flash Lord of the jungle! The hero who stops! The beast call him brother! The god to war! Defenders of the Earth! Defenders! Master of magic spells and illusion! Enemies crumble in fear and confusion. And drink defenders of the earth. His strength is a legend. His skills conquer all. Armed with his power, we never will fall. No, no. Defenders of the earth. With our new young heroes proving their worth, or become eight, defending the earth. Defenders of the earth. Well, I think it started off with Defenders of the Earth. Correct. Defenders. Yes. <laughs> with that bitchin' hair metal soundtrack. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, what was the first one? Defenders of the Earth, the Skies... You're right so far. Yeah, well, the first line is that Was Bobcat Goldthwaite singing it in your head? It sounded like, was it Lion? White Lion? Um, As in, Transformers! That's the one. Also played on my radio show. Indeed, I I noticed. Um, uh, Defenders of the Earth. You're going to need a second line. Out of the sky. Yep. um, Out of the sky, his rockets ignite. Yep. Something, 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 Flash Gordon? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Jets into battle, flies faster than light. Okay. Um, well, that's a lie with a rocket. Not possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Einstein has a thing or two to say about that one, I think. Um, that was Dino. This is cartoons. <laughs> Clearly, they know better. <laughs> Got green-skinned despots here. They're um, going to conquer the Earth. Like, shit, what did they say about Phantom? Because I know it's the Phantom next. Um, Purple Lederhosen. <laughs> ghost who walks was definitely in there somewhere. Yeah, Ghost who walks. Um, something, something jumble. Uh, is it? Lord of the Jungle, yep. the hero who... Um, hero... No, you said walks, so, so it would be Storks. Yes! Oh. <laughs> Only because it rhymes with walks. Um, <laughs> Matt, jump uh, in at any point. By yeah, way. feel free. <laughs> My brain is melting. Um, what do the beasts do to the Phantom? 
It's like him brother. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh shit. Beast yeah, and brother. The ghost who walks. Yeah. Phantom defenders of the and earth. Defender. Defenders. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I got my own backing. Uh, then it was the the dude with magic. Um, dude with magic. <laughs> no, master of magic spells and uh, spells and illusions. Yep. Oh, you're very good at this one. Well, even I know this bit. Come on. Yeah, uh, I can remember it was Mandrake. Magic spell and illusions. I know the next line if he falls. <laughs> Go ahead, count me as fallen. No, no, no. Enemies crumble in fear and confusion. <laughs> and Mandrake. Defenders of the earth. Defenders. Defenders. Okay, fourth guy. Fourth guy, shit. Um, <laughs> I, I used to watch this show as well, for fuck's sake. Um, My wife got every damn word of this. She is super weak. His, his strength is um, a legend? You're looking at the lyrics on this. His strength is indeed a legend. Uh, his strength is quite good and things <laughs> I, I remember I was just picking the names out and it was called Lothar now and that's really me fucked now I don't know what rhymes with Lothar <laughs> so far <laughs> it's not the so far I know his skills conquer all armed with his power we never will fall Lothar defenders of the earth defenders, defenders. <laughs> last verse Oh, and oh, it's, it's like pulling teeth that no one give a shit about. With our new young heroes proving their worth, four become eight, defending the earth. There's all together defenders, defenders of the, of the earth. earth. Defenders, defenders. <sighs> defenders of the earth, 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 earth. earth, earth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to give you one point for that one. Oh, thanks. Oh, God, we're bloody close. Right. Well, at least I remember the names. Oh, you just guilt tripped me into an extra point somehow. <laughs> Right, blue team, this is yours. Oh dear. Okay, everyone press play when you're ready. This will go badly. Hang on, I've just got it. Oh. I switched teams. Earlier you mentioned red team that you'd been watching on YouTube. I was like, pop. Hey! It's Mask, and it sounds like this. I said that was really hard not to sing along to. <laughs> I felt I, okay. I was singing silently to myself and lieu of making notes. Right. So, uh, give it your best shot, gentlemen. All right. Okay, so... Mask Crusaders... Yep. Uh, ...working overtime fighting crime. 
fighting crime. Fighting crime. In parentheses, fighting crime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got it the first time. Uh, but it was, uh, same, same again. Mass Crusaders. No, no, no. no secret not. Raiders. Yep. Oh, yeah. Secret Raiders. Who will do what? Uh, working overtime. No, no. They will neutralize. They will neutralize. Secret Raiders who will neutralize as soon as they arrive, and then in parentheses, at the site. <laughs> the idea there being that the second they, the, the second they arrive, they'll just finish the battle, neutralize everything, it'll be all neutral, and kind of like, uh, and then they'll just go. Go away again. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was, that was, that was great. Go, that's it. Yeah, let's go home. What do we do for the other 20 minutes of the cartoon? <laughs> go back to our day jobs. Oh, yeah. I, I, I usually wait for that annoying kid and the stupid robot to get into trouble, then rescue them. That's the other 90% of the show. I got this vision in my head of, I can't remember which the teacher was, maybe Honda McLean, sat in the principal's office, like, you know, Honda, you just, you keep running out on your classes, your watch flashes, you just go, you can't do that. That's been six times in this past month. And then, <laughs> his watch starts flashing and he gets up and he's like, I'm fired, aren't I? <laughs> oh, yeah. How can a guy with a mask that cost, must cost millions of dollars be in the poorhouse? Uh, he's, God, he just has to sell it and he's done. He's, uh, I don't know, it's Matt's mask. Nobody can steal it. <laughs> yeah. uh, Honda, do you have my mask? No. I sold it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're, we're getting off the track. We're we getting are. off the track we here. I think what you're, I think track, what you're looking uh, for. Very good track. I like it. Yeah. Oh, it's good. So, uh, yeah. Dragon's going to lead the mission. Dragon's going to lead the mission. going to lead the mission. <laughs> it sounds like Dragon. It's no, Tracker. Tracker. That Tracker is the surname. I know, but it sounds like Dragon. Dragon's going to lead the mission. Okay, well, considering, like, you know, some people, some people in this crowd listen to it not today, and I haven't heard it since 1980 fucking whatever. <laughs> Quality dog sticks in the head. That's not you bad. just literally uh, anyway. just heard it just now, just now. Yeah. <laughs> heard it with my well, ears. I, I, don't, I don't care. Spectrum's got Gosh, such on um, supervision. <laughs> He's very good at that. Mask. mask. Always fight. Oh, no, it's the mighty power. Mighty power of the masquerade. Oh, no, that could no, save no, no. the day. Mighty power will save the day. No one knows what's behind the masquerade. Yep. I always thought when I was a kid it was like masked charade, so which would also work. Ma 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 mask, mask. And then, <laughs> then there's some stuff about venom and shit. No. No. Yeah, you lost it. Fighting. Always riding hot on venom's trail. Always had a, uh, see the power of the laser rays or something like that. I don't know. Come see the laser rays far away. I'm going to give you two points there. And then I've got, and then I've just written down the word find. <laughs> which I believe occurred at some point in the last half of the <laughs> so at the end of round 5 red team have got 10 and blue team have got 11 round 6 is intros again there's some translation issue at stake here the main one being that most 80s cartoons don't beat around the bush and get stuck in immediately with singing about the characters and how awesome they are so in an effort to streamline the process and provide a little variety both team captains have been sent a rendition of an 80s cartoon intro translated through the all simplifying sound chip of the Nintendo Entertainment System after please listening please to please this version they must please then perform <laughs> Who has that? Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> After privately <laughs> listening to this version, they must then perform it for their guests who has to work out what the original show was. Okay, Whatever, um, Matt Dragon. Fuck off. <laughs> Matt Dragon. <laughs> okay, so Blue Team, here's yours. 
Right. Do, 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 do. Yes, it was DuckTales. Viewers at home, this is how it should have sounded. Lasers, aeroplanes, it's a, a duck, duck blur. blur. What is a duck blur? It's like Dutch moving very, very fast. <laughs> it is when you have a race car, a laser, and an aeroplane in the same place. That is officially a duck blur. <laughs> okay, Neil, you should blur. have yours. Okay, <laughs> I'm loading up with fear now. If it's Ulysses, I'll be very yeah, unhappy. It's not, but I'm not surprised at this. I'm not sure if there was a Ulysses on the NES, was there? I think there was, wasn't there? It was like 1981 released, and the NES wasn't until like 86. Uh, but the cartoons were still being shown around that period. Uh, that seems like it missed its window, but it maybe there was. Okay, uh, Neil, you ready? <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. He's just, <laughs> he's just having a good old smile about that. You haven't listened to our show, have you? Not recently, no. What's on it? You didn't hear the fact that me and James both bought season one of this. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> well, that's good. Yes, actually. A bit weird, though. I don't know how I'm going to do this, so this is probably going to suck. <laughs> Go for it. Ready, Matt? Yeah. I can't do it. Shit. It starts off. Is it the music off of the fight scenes in Star Trek? Nope. The annoying is I can do this without having to do the two box sets. Oh shit! I can't do this. I want to do it. I can't help you. Oh Christ! Oh God! Sounds like this. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Just pass because I'm. Oh. 
I'm never going to hear the end of this from James for failing that. I don't think I can get to your point, James. I know you tried your best there, Neil, but... Uh, but yeah. I, uh, you may have noticed, I'm incapable of carrying a fucking tomb. Okay. Hey, folks, next time make make Matt do the sing-song bit. Yeah, that is not going to go in there. I'm you that for nothing. <laughs> Seriously, me and James both bought season one of that not long ago for a fiver. Yeah, I was, I'm going to mention it at the end of the show. In fact, stay tuned to the end of the show, folks. I'm going to be talking about the, uh, you know, after the credits, I'll be talking about the DVDs that you can get hold of. And uh, kind of a, if you care about 80s TV, there's sort of a, a pressure behind this one because you may not have that much time left <laughs> on a lot of these. So, uh, yeah, listen in for that. Okay, so at the end of round six, Red Team have ten. Blue team have 12. We only got one point for that last round. Yep. At least you got a point. It's because you got it so quickly that there was no work yeah. involved. <laughs> no. Okay, there however... There was a lot of work in that beautiful rendition. There was. Fine. However... That was a glorious rendition. Round seven is our mastermind round. Two contestants will have two minutes each to answer as many questions from their chosen subjects as possible. First contestant, your name is? Duncan. Your occupation? Cleaner. And what is your chosen specialist subject? The 1980s version of Transformers. The cartoon. Not the new beastified shit. Or the 90s beastified shit. Damn. Because half of these questions are about beastified shit. (laughs) (laughs) Time starts now. What was the name of the first incarnation of Optimus Prime? Convoy. Ooh. You know what? I'm going to give you a point for that. It's supposed to be Orion Pax. Who played Hot Rod in the Transformers animated movie? Uh, Judd Nelson. Correct. What was the name of the hovercraft who first debuted in the episode at Dinobot Island Part 2? Ah, uh, pass. Cease break. What is the name of the multi-faced robots who condemn, among others, Hot Rod and Cup to... Quintessence. Correct. Who is the Lord of Light, defender of the universe from the threat of Unicron? Uh, Primus. Correct. Which three Autobots transformed into a Nissan Fair Lady Z? Ah, uh, pass. Smokescreen, Blue Streak, and Prowl. What did the Constructicons merge to form? Devastator. Correct. What were the names of the two primary Japanese robot toy lines that were adapted into the Transformers? Ah, uh, pass. It was Diaclone and Microman. How is Venger from Dungeons and Dragons linked with Transformers? Is his voices? Yep, correct. Voiced by whom? Uh, don't know. 
He was voiced by Peter Cullen, voice of Optimus Prime. With a bonus point, if you name all eight, name at least four of the cassette-sized Decepticons allied with Soundwave. Rumble, Ravage, Frenzy, Ratbat, Buzzsaw, Laserbeak. Pass. Slugfest, Overkill. I'm still giving you two points. That's crazy that you got most. (laughs) Also, Squawk Talk and Beast Box. What racing number does the Autobot Mirage have? Oh, shit. Um, ten? Twenty-six. What model of gun can Megatron transform himself into? Walther PPK-38. Okay. Walther P-38. I think I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. So at the end of that round, you have... That was eight points. Was that Yay. Thank you. <laughs> We're bound. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was impressive. Thank you. Okay, so which ones didn't you get there? It was... Um... Oh, the sea spray one. I thought it was a proper hovercraft. So I, used to, I had that toy, and I loved that toy. Yeah, I had it too. Awesome. Yeah, um, yeah no, you said the uh, first incarnation of Optimus Prime was Convoy, which, of course, in Diaclone it was. What I meant was, uh, what was he called before he was Optimus Prime, which is Orion Pax, but the, 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 the sheer fact that you knew his name was Convoy before... Mm-hmm. Get a point for that. Uh, and Smokescreen, Blue Streak, and Prowl. Basically the same car with different paint jobs. Yeah. I had, and, I, and the thing was, I had Blue Streak and Prowl, but I just don't know my cars. Right. Okay. You had Blue Streak and Prowl the same car? <laughs> I know. Me and my brother had them one each. He had okay. Prowl, I had Blue Streak. Second contestant. Your name is? Matthew. Your occupation? Astronaut. And what is your chosen special subject? (laughs) Nice one. Star Wars. In the 1980s, specifically. And 70s, so none of that prequel shite. Indeed. Time starts now. Who did Vader choke to death before promoting Captain Piet? Uh, Admiral Leader. Admiral Oswald. Captain Leader was the one he choked to death in the asteroid belt. What was Luke Skywalker's original plan name? Luke Starkiller. Well done. What was the name of the kit that children were bought at Christmas 1977 that contained no figures but a promise to send them the first four in a few weeks? Uh, pass. Early bird. For a bonus point, name those four figures. Luke, Leia, Han and Vader. Ah, it was Luke, Leia, Chewie and R2. What were the two Star Wars cartoon series launched in September 1985? Ewoks and Droids. Who reprised their voice duties for one of those shows? Anthony Daniels. Correct. That's C3PO. True or false, there is evidence to suggest that the Sarlacc pit is actually a plant. True? True. Correct. It uh, replicates by spores. What was the operating number of the stormtrooper that Luke beat up and stole the uniform of? TK-427. TK-421. Lando Carissian's Cloud City on Bespin was mining for Tabana gas, but what is the substance used for? Uh, it's blaster energy. Yeah, hyperdrive coolant, but also blaster ammunition, correct. Uh, name all nine planets and moons, mechanical or otherwise, used as settings in the Star Wars trilogy. Oh, uh, Tatooine, Death Star 1, 20 seconds. Uh, Hoth, uh, Bespin, uh, Dagobah two more Endor one more. and Death Star 2 correct 
Which bounty hunter appears to be wrapped all up in toilet paper? Uh, Dango. Correct. And what happened when you pressed the button on the back of the speeder bike toy? It exploded. Correct. Okay. Flew apart. Flew apart. Right, yeah. Yeah, it didn't really explode. It was supposed to explode. <laughs> that was eight. Well done, Matt. <laughs> Jesus. I can't believe I got TK41 wrong. I'm just fucking ashamed of myself. And so you should be. Just my go-to Star Wars geek fact, and I fucking got... The one time I got asked that, and I got it fucking wrong. Lore of Sod. Still very fucking close. Well, don't bang your head. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded a lot worse than it probably was. was That's my face. It's in my head. I'm not stupid. <laughs> so at the end of round seven... Red team of 18, blue team of 20. Should have had 19. Still very, very close. <laughs> but round 8 is the quickfire round. Fingers on buzzers because these questions are open to anyone. There are 24 of them for a total of 24 points. This is the one that's pretty much going to clinch it. There's this is where we lose. There is only one yeah. round afterwards. <laughs> okay, so it's not timed. So we can have fun with this. Question 1. 1981. In Ulysses 31, why were the gods pissed at Ulysses enough to banish him? Blue. Uh, he freed all the children that were put to sleep or whatever. Correct. He, ah, but he also did... His wife? He... <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Hence Telemachus. Uh, no, he also killed the Cyclops that was going to, oh, I suppose, course, eat yes. the children. What was the name of Dogtanyan's first horse? Red Matt. Yep. Sandy? Yep, correct. Which Metal Gear Solid character did Dog Tanyon's voice artist, Cam Clark, go on to perform? Red. Red. Uh, Psychomantis. Incorrect. Oh. Still open. We might as well go for a guess. Blue. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Oh, God! Oh. Uh, Roy Campbell. Nope. Okay, it was Liquid Snake. Okay. There definitely is a resemblance, don't you think, a little brother? Or should I say... Hey! Shame! Shame on you, Porthos! For shame! For shame! You dare insult a musketeer? <clears throat> you don't deserve the name. Insolent pup! On guard! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <laughs> <laughs> June 1984. What were the names of Rainbow Bright's arch nemesis? Oh. I remind you, we're all male here. Yep. I'm testing you to see if you watch girly cartoons. It's for a point. What's it? Rainbow Bright? I've never even heard of it. What's a Rainbow Bright? Oh, you get extra man points. <laughs> it's been on Flamin Robot Chicken. It has. These guys were on it. Ro- oh. Rainbow Bright chainsawed them. She did. Oh, come on, brain. It's in there. The <laughs> <laughs> man in pain. Wow. Up to, come on. Murky and lurky. It was murky and lurky, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I point and you lose all of your male genitalia. 1985. <laughs> which two Masters of the Universe, two Masters of the Universe figures, had distinctive smells? Shit, man. man. And <laughs> Who said that? Me, Blue, Mossman, and Stinkord. Correct. Nice. Six. Which Master of the Universe figure had caps that would make a loud bang when the character attacked? 
I had him. <laughs> you had him? He was awesome. He was fucking amazing. He was awesome. It was Thunder Punch He-Man. Question seven. What was Mumra's dog called? <laughs> <laughs> he had one. Uh, Red Matt. Mutra. No, so close. Oh, so close. Uh, no, shit, no. Uh, Blue Jackal. No. Jackal? There was a, wasn't there a race of jackals? There was Jackal, jackal Man, Man, but it wasn't Mumra's dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a dog. A jackal is a canine. Oh, uh, you are my dog now. Red. I'd be a dog. Dogra? Oh, so close again. It's Marmut. Oh. And in Thundercats Ho, the movie... What were the names of the three Thundarian refugees? Rod, Jane, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> this Thundrillium has made us weak as kittens. <laughs> Sorry, Thundranium. Got my Thundrillium and Dranium mixed up. Oh, they were Pumira, Linkso, and Ben Gali. 1987, in Brave Star, how strong, fast, and good at hearing and seeing things was Marshall Brave Star? Very Red good. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> One point. Red Matt. Yep. Strong as a bear. Uh, had the eyes of a hawk, yep. ears of a wolf. Yep. And the speed of a puma. Correct. <laughs> In Defenders of the Earth, how many tigers was the Phantom able to call forth the strength of? Blue. Red. Ten. Oh. Ten. Right. <laughs> Blue first. That was me. Ten. It was ten. Although, although, it was only actually ten on average, because sometimes, you know that flashy bit when the the tigers would flash onto his chest? Sometimes it was nine, and sometimes it was eleven. So it was ten tigers (laughs) average. It's a bit punchy between nine and eleven tigers, isn't it? Punches some villain, they go, oh, actually, that was only nine tigers, not so bad. I summoned in the power of an average of ten tigers. <laughs> One of them's quite weak. Uh, 1987, Bluebird, creators of Polly Pocket, also made a similarly scaled spaceship-themed oh. for boys. What was the line called? Blue Starcom. No. Shit! Oh. I know it! I just can't think of the full name. Uh, n- Red. Yes. Max Power. No, he's the man whose name you'd love to touch, but you mustn't touch. <laughs> what? I was that far away, that far away from being able, from convincing my brother to convict, to change his name by Deepol to Max Power. <laughs> no, uh, I think there was a Mighty Max, wasn't there? But no, um, it was a spaceship-themed one in 1986. Oh. I think Mighty Max was a bit later. No way comparable to Fantastic Max, the... Uh, Kid with the diaper and the safety pin. Robbie Rocket. No one's gotten this. Uh, it's Manta Force. Didn't, nah. didn't do too well. Oh, shit, I had that as well. Oh, for God's sake. It's huge. <laughs> it's unforgettable. Giant, it was basically a giant spaceship with everything you could need in it, so all the kids bought it, and then there was no continuing the line. It was mental. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you get them to catch them all. There's the big white one, and there's the cooler-looking baddie shit, which is like Venom or something. It's Venom. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give you an extra one for Red Venom and for owning Manta Force. In that toy line, what was the name of Vile Stinkhorn's army? Nope. It was the Stenchoids. 
1984, what was the name of the freakish genetic experiment monkey raccoon crossbreed thing in pole position? Uh, bugger. Bugger was not the name. <laughs> I only remember the song. Or one specific pole position. That's the bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know the thing about the trail, the opening sequence to that show. That thing was buckled into a seatbelt. Yep. The little kid wasn't. Ah. <laughs> he <laughs> and just these are cars going hundreds of miles an hour. He just got straight through the windscreen and, and just splat. Yeah. Right, no one's going to get it. It's Kuma. 1987, what was the name of Teddy Ruxpin's best mate? Red. Yeah. Oh. Is it Grubby? Yes. Yes! Why do I know that? 1985. Because <laughs> you like to dream with him tonight. We have a map of uh, of where Teddy Ruxpin was from on our wall. <laughs> Why? It's about five foot by four foot. It used to be a play... It, it's like a play mat thing. And my wife brought it back over from America. Oh, this thing she brings you. I know. She's like, like Willy Wonka. 20 years ago. Maps of Teddy Ruxpin. It's a constant fucking battle for survival in this place, really. What <laughs> <laughs> a cool one. Uh, 1985. Uh, someone's going to shout this in the middle of my question, so I'm just going to go ahead and let them shout. What did the Centurion shout before Donnie? <laughs> That's a point for Blue, I think. One point off for shouting and deafening me. No, <laughs> giving you one point for that. But yes, what did the Centurion shout before donning their bolt-on assault weapon system loadouts and taking on Doc Terror and his Doom drones? It was indeed... Power Extreme! What was unusual about the boots of the action figures in the Starcom line? Well, they, had mag- Red, they were magnetic. They were what? Magnetic? Michael? They were magnetic. <laughs> As in the medical scanner, what does MRI stand for? Magnetic. Michael Magnetic. They were indeed. In Pride of the X-Men, what was the mutant team's arch enemy's special power? Pass. Oh, magnetism. Yeah. <laughs> Are the rest of all the questions going to be answered with magnets? No, I, didn't think, <laughs> I couldn't think of any more. Okay. Uh, what weapon did Guido Anchovy wield in Samurai Pizza Cats? Blue samurai sword. No, it's a parasol umbrella containing a sword. Uh, in 1991, what broken artifact belonging to his father did Prince Ren carry with him in the Pirates of Dark Water? No idea. Well, think about it. He's a lost prince. His dad was a king. It's one of two things, isn't it? Blue amulet. Oh, God, no. It's one of three things. And that wasn't it. <laughs> Red. Yeah. Uh, a ring. Oh, God damn it. That's a, one of four things, and neither of them were it. It was a <laughs> sword. It was a sword. <laughs> I already said it, unfortunately. Of the following cartoons, which actually had a proper final episode? Jason the Wheel Warriors, The Mysterious Cities of Gold, Dungeons and Dragons, or Samurai Jack? Red. Yep. Lost Cities of Gold. Mysterious it is of gold it is. All the rest were left stranded. Now I specifically picked those ones because there's plenty of like Ghostbusters and Thundercats and you know maybe not so much with Thundercats or Turtles or stuff where you think you know what then they're probably never going to beat Shredder or if they do then you know it, it, they'll just keep going. It'll be it'll be okay. But uh, Wheel Warriors, Dungeons and Dragons, Samurai Jack—they're just wandering. They're trying to find a way home, and because there was no final episode, we don't get that resolution. 
That's fucked up. <laughs> September 91. In Bucky O'Hare and the Toad Wars, what were the names of the twin berserker baboons? Murky and Lurky. In- <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, I had to dredge that from the absolute... <laughs> Hits of my you watch Rainbow Bride all the time, <laughs> but that's a very good impression of someone who doesn't. <laughs> the only reason I'm even vaguely aware of it is because of Robot Chicken. That is it, of course. The <laughs> uh, yeah, two Berserker baboons were Bruce and Bruiser and Chewbacca. Uh, what was weird about Dead Eye Duck, aside from the fact that he was a giant talking duck with laser guns? <laughs> And Red man. Don't say he had, he had one eye, but yeah. Okay, carry on. He had four arms? He did indeed have four arms. Yeah. And which G.I. Joe comic writer created Bucky O'Hare back in 1978? Red Blue, man. J. Michael Swazinski. Incorrect. Matt. Larry Hammer. It was Larry Hammer. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, which comic book writer who went on to pen critically acclaimed stories for Spider-Man, Thor, and Wonder Woman cut his teeth on Masters of the Universe, She-Ra, the real Ghostbusters, Jason the Wizard Red Warriors... Matt. J. Michael Straczynski. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the courtesy of Langer at the fucking question! <laughs> <sighs> it was indeed J. Michael Straczynski. Okay. <laughs> right. Ghostbusters. Bloody so at the end of that line... Uh, to be fair, Matt's having to operate with a handicap called me. <laughs> <laughs> and with a handicap called me, we're really fucked, to be fair. Okay, at the end of round eight, quickfire. Red have 26, blue have 25. Red have just oh. inched into the lead. Oh. Points. Yes, well done, Matt. Oh. There's still everything to play for. Mike, don't... I'm doing a big L on my forehead. Loser-type L. At the <laughs> you can't see that. You, do, you got the murky. I'm waving two certain fingers in your direction. Okay. Both of your index fingers? I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> right, back, back to your teams, gentlemen, because I'm going to be doing you individually. Round eight is next lines. Round eight is next lines. I'll feed each team half a quote. They give me the rest. It's just, just red team. Okay. Right. And this one actually is timed. Time starts now. Denver the Last Dinosaur. Pass. He's my friend and a whole lot more. Well, excuse me. Princess. Da-da-da-da-da. Da-da? Inspector Gadget. Magic and mystery are part of their history. Pass. Pass. Along with the secret of gummy berry juice. This... Is the evergreen forest quiet, peaceful, serene? Pass. That is until Bert Raccoon wakes up. Oh. <laughs> gem. Gem is excitement. Ooh, gem. Gem is adventure. Pass, we're male. <laughs> Don't give the answer, I'll say that one. Michael, what is it? Fashion, uh, glamour and glitter, fortune and fame. Ooh, Jem is excited. Jem uh, is outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. The world of Jem. Jem, Jem, music's contagious. Outrageous. Jem is my name. No one else is the same. Jem is my name. We 
are the misfits. That song's are better. We are the misfits. The misfits. Are we going to get on 90 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> How do you know girl cartoons? One point to blue. <laughs> okay. Um, when I was writing that, I thought, glamour and glitter, passion and pain? It's actually fashion and fame, but there was no passion or pain in Gem. By the way, do you remember Gem? It had a girl who puts on a wig and becomes a superstar. Hmm. You forgot about her hologram earrings. Okay, next line. Gem is truly outrageous. <laughs> Truly outrageous, outrageous, outrageous. Truly, oh, truly, 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 truly outrageous. Truly, truly outrageous. I'll still give you that one. He's terrific. He's magnificent. He's amazing. Wherever there's danger, he'll be there. He's the greatest secret agent in the world. <laughs> Got it. Okay, that's fine. Three points to red. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. And your time starts now. In the heart of Transylvania, in the Vampire Hall of Fame, yeah. Um, is a duck. It's called Duckula. There's not a vampire zanier than Duckula. Every day can be a Care Bear day. When you do things in a Care Bear way. Nope. When you do the Care Bear stare. Nope. Each sold separately. My Little Pony, My Little Pony. <laughs> My Skinny po- and Bony. Made out of plastic. She's <laughs> like a plastic. Mike, you do know this, don't you? <laughs> I, I, it's fallen out of my head. Fucking and gone, gone. <laughs> Isn't the world a lovely place? No. Amy was the <laughs> smartest girl at school. Not very popular, not very cool. Until she found the sword of justice by the power of Eternia. <laughs> Two kids will be chosen from Earth to go to school at Galaxy High. Partly metal, partly real. Silverhawks! <laughs> you never saw Silverhawks? Oh, it's a great cartoon. Vision- You're making shit up now. Visionaries. Visionaries. Oh, those are the ones with the holograms. Bollocks are that. Move on. Hang on. Someone was saying it. Who's saying it? Uh, it must have been me. Uh, something with fighting the magical fight and the magical light of something and something. Knights of the magical light. I'll give you that. Okay. Uh, We're the planeteers. You can be one too. I don't know. It was the rap. We're the planeteers. You can be one too. This man has got blue skin. He has been toxically poisoned. Because <laughs> saving the planet is the thing to do. Looting and polluting is not the way. Hear what Captain Planet has to say. And my foot in your balls. The power is yours. <laughs> I said Bucky. Captain Bucky O'Hare. Oh, you should have just stopped at Bucky because I'd have done yeah. the Captain Bucky O'Hare. He is a grotesque animal. There's one more point. Come on, guys. You've got about ten seconds. I said Bucky, Captain Bucky, your hair. Pass. Next one. He goes where no ordinary rabbit would dare. That's the last question. That was it. (laughs) Fail. You have not provided enough questions. (laughs) Unbelievable. Call a tie. Hang on. on. (laughs) Did they only get one right there? They actually only did. It was the... (laughs) Visionaries. And even that, I was doing it. That was a species of test. Okay, right. Now, you know, you're absolutely right. There was a failing on my part to actually provide enough questions. I didn't really, but I didn't believe that you would actually pass on so many. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that it is only fair to give us... uh, No, no, no. I will write you you one more, and you have got four seconds to answer it, because that's technically what you had left. Okay. That, if you get that right, you will tie. Yeah. I should turn me thing up so I can actually hear. (laughs) 
Last question. Thundercats are on the moves. Thundercats are loose. Hear the magic. Uh, feel the magic. Hear the roar. Thundercats are loose. Yes. Okay. Okay. So at the end of that one, it's a tie, which makes this whole thing pointless. <laughs> We've <laughs> just wasted Although, two hours of your time. Although, it wasn't pointless because we did get to hear the French version of Thundercats. Cosmocats! Cosmocats! Le chat cosmique. Okay. And we also exposed Michael watched girls' cartoons as well. Michael is a girl, yes, this is true. It's we, all I know. <laughs> so stick around for some DVD information at the very very close but that is all from us this week one or all of us will be back soon for more Nevermind the Buzz Geeks I'd like to thank my team captains Neil Taylor from Game Burst please pimp your show I'm so pitiful you can find me over at gameburst.co.uk doing 30 minutes of news on a Sunday and a round table quit another quiz or even replay on a Thursday what's the email address oh don't <laughs> <laughs> It's the one juicy bit of information, Neil, uh, that James could give me on you. Pod at gameburst.co.uk. Oh. I learned since last time. Jot it down, folks. And Blue Team's captain, Michael Fox, thank you so much, and please pimp your show. Uh, it is Joypod. You can find it over, thanks to the lovely guys at Spong, spong.com forward slash Joypod, where me, David Turners, and Sean Bell um, hurl abuse at each other for an hour and a half every week and um, call into question each other's parentage. And the guests. Also talking about video games. <laughs> and the guests, Matt and Duncan. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Till next week, I've been Alex Shaw. Oh, is, is there a sign out on this one? Keep on geeking. Later, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Till next week, I've been Alex Shaw. Later, bitches. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be defenders of the earth. Defenders. 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 And the masters of the universe. I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull. Each episode will feature questions on a variety of subjects, from TV shows to bollocks. That's not right. When I wrote this, it did, but now it doesn't. TV shows to bollocks. Well, there we TV go. shows oh, to bollocks. bollocks. Wasn't expecting that tonight. So we do, we're doing porn of the 80s now. <laughs> that's the special <laughs> that's that's the the right. Captain of the blue team. <laughs> Captain of the blue team is Michael Fox of Gamerdork. <laughs> Wrong. Michael. Oh fuck! No, you are Game of Dog. <laughs> Where the fuck did that come from? Joypod. <laughs> Who wrote that? <laughs> Somebody has not been checking their facts. Are, are you of Game of Dog? No, Joypod. <laughs> I know. Consider, okay, so considering that you think I'm part of Game of Dog, because according to your script, I am fucking worried about what the questions are going to be. <laughs> Momentary brain fart. I was busy thinking about rock lords. These questions are open to anybody on any team. That's not true. I've changed that. <laughs> You'll find some things that I've changed around but haven't removed the words on anything. Two- I think you're a scriptwriter. It's me.
I am Adora. Twin sister of E-Man. I'm Adora like. We have the Oasis version. Hawe, I am Adora, princess of Newcastle. Newcastle like. Alright, I'm Adora. Alright, I'm Adora. Gasmo, Gasmo, catch! And he didn't even go ho, he went. Who are you to resist, huh? I'm French, I shall run away and surrender! My children need wine. So racist. Okay, round five is indecipherable lyrics. Indecipherable lyrics. So at the end of round Round bollocks. You sure you're not on Game of Thrones? <laughs> oh, my name is Zeb, uh, but I'm gonna fuck you. And you know what the best thing is? You're gonna fucking like it. It's turned into thing spotting. Now that sunshine is libelous. <laughs> it, do you know what? It's not libelous if it's true. So the end. Man, you want me to touch you? <laughs> 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 Dude, if anybody does hemophilia run in your family, <laughs> we're never gonna get off around five. That's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> so, <laughs> partly metal, partly meal, partly metal, partly meal, meal. <laughs> It's yeah, your own time it, you're wasting. Partly metal. It is a twisted sex and steel. Partly metal, partly... Br- Please say I've got Ulysses. Please say I've got Ulysses. No, 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 that here. No. Oh. CD, see you there, Telemachus. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, on you're that note... Very, uh, you have a very innocent young face there. <laughs> Tell me now, have you ever seen a Scotsman naked? Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> I'm now <so> scared. <laughs> Pan Global Oil keeps dumping sludge into the Atlantic Ocean. That burns my ass. Forget it, Ted. There's nothing you can do. Maybe I can't, but Captain Planet can. Captain Planet. Where are we gonna dump our sludge next? Well, the Grand Canyon could hold a lot of sludge. Oh, it sure could. Yeah, let's sludge the hell out of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Is that Ted Turner? I think it is. What the hell's he doing? I don't know. He's on one of those zip lines. Oh, yeah. Is that what they're called? Zip lines? Yeah, zip lines. Yeah, I always thought it was... Captain Planet! You've got glass in my eyes! And my foot in your balls! Captain Planet! What do you want, Mr. Turner? Just sign this pledge not to dump any more sludge and I'll let you go! Okay, okay! This appears to be in order. Protect the environment, or I'll f- kill you, Captain Planner! Okay, um, right, now the thing I was going to talk about, just not for too long, 
But uh, this is the very end. I went through um, Amazon.co.uk just to see. I couldn't be bothered to go through America as well because, for God's sake, you guys can do that if you're American. Um, but there's so many of these that I just tried to find everything that we mentioned in this show. And, well, some of them are easy to get hold of, like Transformers, for example. You got, what, four series? Technically, series two is divided into two parts, but they're all about nine quid each. Can get all four seasons. I think a remastered version of the movie as well. Yeah, I think you can get that on Blu-ray. Oh Christ! Okay, right. Yeah. So, but either way, eight quid each means thirty-two quid for every episode of Transformers ever. That ain't going to be going out of uh, out of print anytime soon. So, Transformers and stuff. Now that's Sith. Um, and you got like the obscure stuff like Mask. You can get the complete Mask in the UK for fourteen quid. But then there's some. Jesus. Yeah, complete Mask. I mean, I it's believe- not that good as a cartoon, but. <laughs> If you if you liked it when you were a kid, that's great. But Gem and the Holograms was the one that stuck out. A lot of these turn out to be uh, you can only get them from America, so you have to import them. Gem and the Holograms was 120 pounds. That's a lot of money for a cartoon. Other bargains I found: Complete Dungeons and Dragons, seven pounds. Got it. <laughs> that's brilliant. Uh, G.I. Joe, we get stiffed on. We got The best we can get is an out-of-print DVD, which is only five episodes, and that's three pounds. Americans get uh, individual I've series. And I've got two. Americans get individual <laughs> series, and they're 15 quid each, so if you're actually really into your G.I. Joe, you can import them. Um, I think you can also pick the movie up here. Oh, yeah, the movie's, yeah, ten a pen. You can pick up the movie easily. She-Ra, Princess of Power, you can get series one for 20 quid, or the R1 complete set, which is both series, for 46 quid. Real Ghostbusters appears to have been deleted, although there's a, a sort of coming-in-March thing priced at £4, which means that it may have been deleted and being reissued or something like that. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I've got the season one Yeah, uh, just season one. That, but that's all that's been released. It's really mm. strange. Even You can even get Rude Dog and the Dweebs. Three volumes right. at four pounds each. The only one that I looked for that they never made into a DVD, Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Never made it. <laughs> Not even in America. Captain Planet! Well, that's surprising. <laughs> You've been that's watching too much. Recycle, or I'll fucking kill you! I'll fucking kill you! <laughs> that's I the message my of and my I put it in your balls! <laughs> yes, thank you, Ted Turner. Yeah. Um, Jason the Wield Warriors. Now that one was the one that uh, annoyed me because they only ever released <laughs> they only ever released half of it. It was um, there were 65 episodes originally pub, um, distributed uh, on TV, and they were done one day at a time, one episode a day for three months. And the Christmas of 1985, over between October and December, 65 episodes in a row, and then they screened them again, but then they cancelled the series. Because the toy line didn't take off that Christmas. That's how quickly a series can get cancelled. <coughs> and and so they never finished it. But they so there was no ending to that series. But they only released half of them on DVD, and they don't seem to be particularly interested in releasing other ones. But see, that's what's worrying me because we're getting to the point where pretty much everything's now come out on DVD, and I don't think I don't think all of these or even many of these are going to get a Blu-ray release. Obviously, Transformers is because it's huge, but. Um, aside from possible later dis- digital distribution, a lot of them are on iTunes, Jason the Wheeled Warriors, but not in the UK. Um, so it, it means if you actually want to watch these things legitimately, it's getting harder and harder. Yeah, the UK's got a couple of weird ones, um, which is really, really annoying. Uh, some of the DC stuff mm. is really annoying. Yeah, no, they never released the, uh, the, the Justice League in complete series over here. In all unlimited, which was even better. Well, the one that annoys me is Batman. Yeah, well, you can get 
you can get the complete season one and volume two, one and two, but not three and four. Four. But if you go to iTunes, you can, you can watch three and four. Yeah. Mental. At least, at least you can watch them though. But with, with, if you are British and don't have an R1 DVD player, you're screwed because you can't import it and you can't watch it on iTunes, which makes it really difficult. Uh, kids' cartoons are very strange. Uh, the English ones, though, we seem to be really good at. You can get pick up a complete box set of oh, Dracula. Yeah. We have a, a, a strong na- na- understanding of our heritage. Yeah, Danger Mouse. There's a Danger Mouse. Band, seven pounds. So yeah, we're pretty good there. Um, but 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 that's the thing. In ten years' time, when some of these slightly more rare ones are impossible to find, where are you going to get them? If if no one picks up Teddy Ruxpin to uh, to stick out digitally, where are you going to get it? Or the raccoons? Yeah, the, raccoon, the raccoons are found not by year at nine pounds for the complete series one. I mean, the confusing one is really is the Ghostbusters thing because I mean, yeah. just a few years back when Ghostbusters came big again with the yeah. release, they yeah, should have released them all. Yeah, you'd have thought they'd bring them back, but the cartoon, they just don't want to do that. Also, again, I think it's not an 80s one. I think it's, uh, I don't know if it's mid-90s, early 90s, uh, Garfield and Friends. Yeah. That's hard to get here. Yeah. I mean, you'd think that they'd be like, look, this is going to have a kind of limited market. Why don't we just give them all of them? In the UK, we tend to go, three fabulous episodes. It's like, yeah, okay, where are the other 62? Well, the funny thing is, I mean, these kind of cartoons are nostalgic, so people do want to collect them. Yeah. I mean, on my shelf, I literally have the entire run of the Transformers. I've got the first complete box set of Thundercats. Now, I, that Stop is it. a bargain, because that's something like 12 DVDs. Mm. And there's two box sets of that you, both you can get. You can get them for like 14 quid each, yeah, or like 26 quid for the lot. And it's almost, you know, just a little bit over a pound of DVD, which is fantastic. Yeah. You've got the real Ghostbusters, which I picked up, Dungeons and Dragons, Chip and Dale... And then we're sort of more into the 90s stuff, so I'll mm. stop there. But, I mean, even Chip and Dale at five quid is a fantastic series to pick up because it is nostalgic and it's fun. Sometimes the stories are a little bit weird. They are, they are typical Disney stories, but they are fun. And I guarantee if you have kids or you look after kids, they will be enchanted by stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unless they're already turning their nose up at old, old stuff. I really want to see Silverhawks, but uh, it's, it's made by the same people that made Thundercats. Rankin Bass, uh, but it's only available from America for £23 for Series 1. It's, it's only half of it. So, I mean, th- that's my problem. I, I want to see these things, but just not enough. I've never really seen them, and not enough to shell out that much. And it's getting more and more difficult, but I feel like if I don't get all of these now, I'll never be able to watch them legitimately. Pole position, £9. Oh, my wife will be interested in getting the complete de- Defenders of the Earth, £8. From, that's, you've got to import that, but it's, it's dirt cheap. I should say though, if you are if you're willing to import the stuff, it, it, it's not too bad. I mean, a region free DVD player, you can get some pretty good DVD uh, region free DVD player for <laughs> probably about seventy quid, which will do upscaling and HDMI. Yeah. But if you want to upscale old eighties cartoons, that can really make them look bad. <laughs> As if they didn't look bad enough in the first place. Watch them in uh, SD; that will make them look brilliant. Um, <laughs> Complete Masters of the Universe, a snip at seventy pounds deleted. You'd be better off just trying to find them individually. Me, e- email me if you want a complete list of how much these are, folks. I'll, uh, I'll, I might even just stick it up underneath this episode. I'll put them in the forum. I would suggest it because there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. Like I said, Chip and Dale's, some of the stories are a bit weird, but they are brilliant still to watch. Yeah. Despite my tuneless attempt to try and carry off the theme. Oh, Brave Star? <laughs> hope you like Brave Star because uh, that'll cost you £51 for part one and 46 for part two. Oof. Oof. Jesus. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, £11 for Series 1 and 2, though. So that's okay, legitimately. Mm. In the UK. Oh, well, on that subject, I highly recommend, if you can find it, uh, 
TMNT Forever, which combines the more recent cartoon with the original cartoon. Oh, was that the one where they uh, they meet themselves? Yes, that's and it's great. Rainbow Bright, that's for you, Mike. Uh, seven pounds. <laughs> I think from now on we should call him Rainbow Mike. Rainbow Mike. <laughs> I am tired, Snarf. I need to rest. But before I do, sweep out my sarcophagus. Do it now, slave! What in the name of... Forgive me, exalted one. My old war wound is acting up. War wound? What war? The Great Snarf Rebellion. 42 to 47. I was a commando, you know. My hands are lethal weapon. Out, quiet! Now, sweep out my sarcophagus. <laughs> <laughs> 